what is up let me make sure we're on the right microphone and originally this was supposed to be an instagram post about why i don't call people freebie seekers why i don't use that in my marketing and how buyer psychology consumer behavior and sales psychology actually wants you to use freebies and resources to start the buying process and I realized as I'm sitting here like typey type it out that there is simply not enough space between 10 carousel posts and 200 or 2,200 characters to fully explain it in the level that it needs to be explained so I was like what do I do I get the podcast mic out I get my over-the-ear headphones and we press record This is something that I'm seeing a lot of used inside the online space. And as we all know, I have hot opinions about it, but a lot of my hot opinions come from like actual research and like spending a lot of time researching. And I feel like there's this gap inside the space of like shooting something off to be like, this is what I think. And this is my opinion. And this is how it is. And actual fucking research, actual consumer behavior, sales psychology, those types of things. And for those of you who are tuning in who have never listened to me, my minor is actually in economics. I'm very passionate about studying markets and how and why people buy. And that's actually how I ended up in this little niche of sales psychology, behavioral economics, and consumer behavior. What a lot of people don't realize is that reciprocity is not the biggest driver when it comes to freebie seekers. And first of all, calling them freebie seekers is a negative connotation, which is breeding shame for wanting to search out free information. Let's start there. Negative connotations and shameful marketing is what hurts your consumers. And when you say, I don't want freebie seekers, if you don't want freebie seekers, you are shaming people, shaming not guilting. Remember, guilt is I am doing something wrong. Shame is I am bad. Saying that it is wrong to seek out information. And when we're shaming a consumer, what we're not doing is creating a conductive environment for them to actually show up and consume the content and to start the buying process. So let's start there. I am not going to shame someone for downloading a free resource for consuming my marketing on Instagram, for getting in the broadcast channel. If y'all are not in the broadcast channel and you love the podcast, the broadcast channel is daily. It is me talking about things. It is education. It's 100% free. There is no buy into it. I'm not shaming people when they join sales society or when they're consuming YouTube because part of figuring out the problems that you're having And taking action on it is consuming information. And free information is really important because there is no risk attached to it, which means people can freely consume and decide whether or not that person, that person is a good fit for them. Where a lot of y'all are going wrong with this, where there is a lot of attitude and entitlement and just straight up shitty marketing, if we're being honest, you are not entitled to someone's dollar just because of reciprocity and you're giving them free information with these, you know, hidden expectations. My grandpa always says expectations lead to resentments. And you want to know why is because you're putting an expectation on that by giving them free information, they have to buy from you. Even if they're not in a buying decision, you're putting the expectation on that. If I show up and I give free information, I should always get paid for it. That people who come into my world should pay me. And the truth about that is that as we move into a knowledge-based economy, which is more of what we're seeing today, coaches, thought leaders, writers, podcasters, everything that's coming with AI, there is no expectation that because you give free information that someone has to pay you. 
there's no rule. And I think reciprocity, which is this idea, if I give to you, you give back to me. Reciprocity is getting used in this manipulating sixth sense where it's like, if I give you free information, you have to pay me money. They're already giving something back to you when you give free information and it's the sunken cost of time. Money will always come back, but our time is one of our most precious resources because it's not a renewable resource. You only have today. Today that I am recording is June 14th of 2023. I only have one June 14th of 2023. And that resource of time is so powerful. When we remove the stigma in our marketing around freebie seekers and free resources and how that is, and we start truly giving from a place that matters because what you have to say has impact. Your work matters. The way you do things matters. The way you educate and help people matters. And you remove this expectation of I'll show up, I'll record a podcast, I'll host a free training. I will do these things. You know what actually changes is that that energy of it. I know there's a lot of talk about energy in the online space right now. Oh, be in the energy, energetics. There is a lot of science that proves energetics, but there are literal neurons in our brain that are constantly scanning. They're looking around and saying, how does this person feel? Are they safe? Are they not safe? What's the emotion they're giving off? What emotion are they trying to create in me? And that constant scanning is not verbal. Remember 90% to 97% of our communication is nonverbal through tone. Well, 90% is nonverbal, but 97% has nothing to do with the words in your mouth. It is tone. It is body language. It is truly your linguistic abrasions, how you use your hands. Are you excited? Are you withdrawn? And when we act in a place of, well, I'm going to show up and I'm going to give free shit so that you buy so that this, you know, you come to this masterclass and even though you're spending 90 minutes to three hours with someone, like that's time, that's precious time that you could go do anything else with. But if you don't buy at the end of it, well, you're just a freebie seeker. You're just a free resource person. You know, being a freebie seeker is wrong. And to be honest with y'all, that's why the industry gets dragged the way it does. You know, I believe so much in this industry. I believe there are coaches out here who are changing lives. This is a job that I never thought I would have had, but showing up and expecting people to pay you. No wonder they make fun of us and say that we're scammy and those types of things is because it's that expectation and those expectations lead to resentment. So how do you shift this in your marketing and how have I done it? One, I stop operating out of a place of the free information that I give is a necessary funnel to pay. I believe that there will be people who will find me every single day who will want to work with me. There are hundreds of thousands of consumers, whether you work B2B or B2C, which is business to business or business to consumer, there are new people every single day. But to cut through the noise, you don't need this strong visual identity, which is a whole nother episode that I want to talk about. To cut through the noise, you need to say that I will give endlessly to you, whether or not you buy from me, because what I am doing matters. And it matters whether it changes your business or it changes your life. Because when you become a trusted resource, when you become front of mind, it does start a buying process. But saying, well, I give you content, I'm going to show up, now I'm going to collect the paycheck because I've been pouring into you, that's where a lot of you are going wrong. And this idea that there's a shortcut into the buying process and that you only want the attention of people who are ready to pay you, come on. Like, seriously, y'all, come on. 
what about the free shit that you consume on a regular basis? What about the content creators who don't have a way for you to buy right now, but you're still consuming their stuff? What about the things you've learned on TikTok and you haven't paid these people a dime? Do you think they show up and say, well, I'm going to make this skit today so that I can make AdSense revenue so that the creator fund, which we all know on TikTok is not making that much money. Views are not making that much money. Well, that, that's going to pay my bills. No. Because the percentage of people that buy from you and the percentage of people that consume for you is always going to be disproportionate. It is always going to be disproportionate. But when you sit there and say, I deserve every single dollar that you're willing to give me because I'm creating free content and because I'm showing up and I'm doing it for you. Just think about that for a second. I'm doing this for you and you should pay me because I do it. That's where you create an uneven playing field. That's where you create an expectation. And that's where a lot of you are stuck in this content creation. I'm not making content so that I can always collect money from you. I know people who will never buy from me. They will never buy from me, but they will like every single post. They will listen to every single podcast. They will put my name in rooms that I will never know of. And those people are the people who I show up and do it for. Not because they're going to pay me, not because it's going to make me massive amounts of money, even though I have made good money with a small audience and I've done it, is because at the end of the day, those people and the work that I do matters. And it's a disservice to say not only one, that you have to be serious to buy before you create any sort of opt-in, goes against the principles of marketing, but it's a disservice to you and everything you share when you gatekeep. It's a disservice of building thought leadership and doing things if you want to speak on a TEDx stage or you want to write books and those types of things. Because what it comes down to is that content creation is not so that you can just collect a check. It's not just like, oh, I showed up today. Let me collect money. Oh, you watch my stories. I deserve to have your attention. It's that I know this is important. I know that I need to show up and talk about this. I know that the research that I spend hours in my office doing is important when it comes to sales and building a culture that supports sales, that says this matters, making this type of money matters. But this concept of free resource seekers, freebie seekers, just drop it. Just let it go. Just understand that there are people who are every single day going to show up and they may opt in a free thing. They may watch the masterclass and never buy. But when you focus on the people who are not buying, you do miss out on the opportunity of those who are buying. And you do miss out on the chance to get to serve some incredible people in whatever capacity that you do. Because the other part of that is that if you're constantly saying, well, if I put a free resource out, I'm only attracting people who aren't going to buy. Like, no, I've had, like, I've literally paid for like $27 resources not even free for something low ticket and then turn around and invested 15K in a program. I've downloaded free things and been like, I want that person. But part of the consumer is so hesitant because it's like, well, I don't know what I'm gonna get. I don't know what I'm paying for. Why would I take that risk? You know, loss aversion states that the gain has to be higher than the risk associated with it. A freebie seeker is gonna say, there's no risk giving my email and just unsubscribe, right? But how do you know that gain in that email sequence doesn't turn into a $20,000 investment? But oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't wanna, I don't wanna look for people who have freebie seekers, right? I don't want to be someone who has a library full of resources. 
the thing about this like narrative and this conversation is that it is very selfish and it does go against consumer behavior. It does go against a lot of the things that we're talking about inside of the programs that I'm inside of and the coaches and clients that I have, where it's like gaining information allows you to be aware of the problems that you're having and that sometimes you want to see what a perceived solution is or what it looks like to work with someone. What are their values, their morals? How do they talk about things? And with social media being the way that it is, like taking that next step of seeing how do they post on their email list? How do they act with my email? How do they act when you're actually getting there? That's like that next step. And that's where a lot of you aren't even focusing on, you know, the ideas around what is this person opting into? Why do they have this problem? And why is this kind of a desired solution? And how will they know that they're ready? You're just focusing on the fact that just because it's free, no one's going to buy. And that's ultimately not true. So what do you do if you've used this message and you decide you don't want to do it? You can change your mind at any time. Uh, Nothing's concrete. And if you have a fixed mindset, it could be harder for you to change your mind. The other piece is to stop building basic ass free resources. Stop building free resources that don't matter and start building really good free resources. I remember when I gave out the 10K sales script, which we still have, people were like, this is insane for free. And I was like, I want you to make more money. I want you to send clients. I want you to have a resource. When we built the buyer tapes lesson, it was like, I want you to have a full understanding so that you can utilize this and that it works in your business. When you're building a free resource, I want you to act as if they were paying you and what information you would give them. Because the other piece of this is that when you build something good, you trigger curiosity. You trigger, well, if she's willing to give me this, if I'm willing to have all of this laid out for me, what else is behind the curtain? Because at the end of the day, you're not running out of information. The perceived scarcity that you're going to run out and nobody's going to buy is just a biological trigger for evolution. You're not going to die. If you give out all your information, you can read books, you can invest, you can coach more, you can consume free content on TikTok and learn more. There is always more coming to you. And so if you struggle with this in your marketing, I want you to shift your mindset because free is not going out of style. Freebie seekers are going to be some of your best community members and your best buyers even if they're opting into something free and you don't have a tripwire attached to it and shifting your mindset will shift how you show up to those people and how you serve. Because at the end of the day, you do have to serve to sell. And if you were struggling in this economy to sell, it's because you are not serving people and you're expecting that I can give the bare minimum and make a shit ton of money. And that's not how it's going to go. So that's my little rant for y'all today. If you love Salesy, make sure to leave a review and give us a rating because that does help us in the algorithms for Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you have topic requests, go ahead and send me a message on Instagram what you want me to talk about, any questions that you have. And if you haven't joined the broadcast channel on Instagram, go ahead and do so as well. I will see y'all in another episode and I hope you have a great rest of your day.